people connect with me and are willing to share their deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes if I can get them to say it on the podcast, I'm like, yes, you are going to touch so many hearts. Part of the um, healing journey is to speak out loud what happens to us. A lot of women I connect with are very fearful, especially if their family members are still around. They still have some kind of connection with them. A lot of unhealthy boundaries, toxic relationships. So they're fearful to say it. And I'm able to get them to realize once you speak it out loud, it is going to lift that burden. And you, you are going to have to have some conversations with people and let them know, hey, this is where I'm at and I'm not going to go on. You have to make that different choice. I hope you're ready for today's episode of Dead America doing Let's get into this. Today, I am with Lisa Drennan. She hosts the podcast, Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. Lisa, could you please introduce yourself? Let people know just a little more about you, please. Hi, yes. Thank you, Ed, so much for having me. I am Lisa Drennan. I am a energetic mindset mentor business strategist i have i'm an author of the book forgiving the girl inside finding balance freedom and fun in your life i also have a career job i've been uh, with my company for over 30 years i'm getting ready to retire in two years so i'm excited about that so i can pursue my passion uh, full-time rather than just as a side gig uh, i became a certified aroma freedom practitioner and a certified Ural life coach those modalities combined with other things that I use in my signature program really dug deep down into uh, what I thought was self-sabotage, but it was really the root of unforgiveness. That's the reason why I wrote my book and shared my story. Interesting. So what brought you to podcasting? Well, in August of 20, I started a YouTube series called Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Healing Journey. And my son, my youngest son, graduated from UB in January of 21, and he went to school for video. And we were talking about doing trailers for my YouTube channel. And he's like, Mom, why don't you do podcasting? I'm like, oh, I can't do podcasting. What is it? I don't have the equipment. He's like, Mom, you're already doing it with the YouTube. Just convert it over. And he set me up in a day and I started it in the end of July and absolutely love this format. I just love this marketing. It lures you in, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it does. But I just love hearing people's stories. And yeah. um, I was prompted in September to do a solo episode on Friday calling called that series is called Forgiving Friday. And it's all about forgiving yours truly. Forgiving the girl inside. Well, it's a unique concept that you have going, and you have a lot of interesting guests. Mainly, it is an interview format, correct? 
Yes, and I'm I'm evolving. I'm learning as I um, connect with other podcasters to just you know how to provide the best value to my audience. Really digging deep into the stories. So I've been interviewing entrepreneurs who um, have struggled with some sort of people pleasing, self sabotage, a lot of um, trauma from childhood. And seeing how their journey brought them to be an online coach or health, you know, fitness, whatever they're doing, um, how it brought them through it and how they worked through it, and how they're turning around and helping others do the same. For years, I had realized that I thought I was the only one, that no one else experienced the trauma that I had experienced. You know, and we were, I grew up in the 70s and in the 70s, you didn't tell anyone anything. You didn't talk about mental health the dysfunctional family, the molestation, drugs, you know, alcohol, addictions, nothing, everything was hushed. I remember growing up and my mom would always say, children are supposed to be seen and not heard. And when I was about, I think it was around 10, 11, there was a show that came on called Kids Are People Too. And I used to watch it and say, see, mom, I'm a person too. I, I have a voice. Well, I'm glad you found that voice, and a lot of people need to find that voice. You mentioned childhood trauma. A lot of us, I would say all of us, probably have some sort of childhood trauma that actually defines who we are. And those unconscious things that we actually think about and not really truly understand why we think that way. That really drove me into discovering new people and talking about new things. So you're right. We're not in this alone. And it's such a relief when we find a tribe that we can have an outlet to. What is the most unique thing about connections that you make? I would say that's a great question. There, there are a lot of things. Um, being, because I'm so open with my story, people connect with me and are willing to share their deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes if I can get them to say it on the podcast, I'm like, yes, you are going to touch so many hearts. Part of the um, healing journey is to speak out loud what happens to us. A lot of women I connect with are very fearful, especially if their family members are still around. They still have some kind of connection with them. A lot of unhealthy boundaries, toxic relationships. So they're fearful to say it. And I'm able to get them to realize once you speak it out loud, it is going to lift that burden. And you you are going to have to have some conversations with people and let them know, hey, this is where I'm at and I'm not going to go on. You have to make that different choice. I hid in bondage before um, I was 17. I was faced with three pregnancies. I was with a narcissist person who was a gaslighter. Cheated on me constantly. Um, Two of those pregnancies ended up in abortion. I swore I would never tell a soul. And I lived with that shame and guilt. I grew up in a very strict Italian Catholic family, but I was very dysfunctional because my parents were divorced and there was just a lot of craziness when you come from a divorced family. 
So a lot of religion was filled in my head and I thought I was going to be internally punished and hiding behind that, thinking I was the only one. The guy I was with threatened, oh, I'm going to tell your mom, I'm going to tell your mom, you know, you're no good. And, if you know, just constantly being threatened and not knowing what my value was and putting my value in him instead of who I was as a, as a child of God, who I, who I was as a person. And as I grew older, I started therapy at 18 years old. I went from 1986 to 2013 and couldn't figure out why I was so angry. And they say anger is depression turned outward. Well, I, I filled that role really well. I, I wore black all the time. Yeah. If you looked at me wrong, I would flip you off. Um, I turned to unhealthy coping mechanisms, overeating, drinking, overspending. Um, and, and I would just be explosive. I was always yelling and screaming. And I mimicked the way I was brought up. And, you know, on the flip side, I could turn it off and turn it on. Like I could be the nicest person and never talked about these arguments, these unhealthy relationships and just acted as if nothing would happen. And meanwhile, inside of me, I just felt like this, this dirty person, this murderer, this just horrible. And I just felt horrible. And I would people please, I would volunteer for everything. I would bring you came to my house, I'd roll out the red carpet for you. You know, you'd ask me to do something. I'd say, okay, exactly what do you want me to do? And I'll go way beyond. And I was miserable. And in 2013, I locked myself in the bathroom and I cried out to God. And I said, enough, I can't do this anymore. And I was sobbing. I brought a pillow in with me, sobbing into that pillow. Didn't want my family to hear how how broken I was. And I remember meeting with a mentor. And um, they said to me, if there's one thing that you can have, what would you want? No one's ever asked me what I wanted. I was too busy trying to trying to not allow them to see me. I told them I want peace. I just want peace. And I think when I connect that with the ladies that I'm talking to precast pre-interview before we go live on our on our episode, they just open right up. And um, it's it's a very amazing experience, and I get to know people very quickly. And that is very true. Besides your podcast, you have a YouTube channel, The Soar Society. Could you talk to people about this, please? Yes. So the Soar Society is my signature program. It is a six-month program where we dig deep into finding the root cause of what holds you back from living out your passion, um, getting clarity on your calling, what your gifts and talents are, and how to use those in the marketplace based on your what you love to do there's so many different ways to market and i found that working with um christian female professionals they excel in their jobs they're leaders in their industries um, they put all of their hard work and loyalty into their profession but they still want more they have this passion to leave a legacy for their family and they want to make their imprint on the world but they're they're conditioned to believe that they're not worthy, they're not good enough, um, and that there's something holding them back. And most of the time, it's that they're afraid that people will know who they truly are because they've done something that's held them back. Um, so they're always overachieving. So we get to the root cause of that. It could be fear, it could be self-sabotage, shame, guilt, imposter syndrome. And once we work on the mindset, we can clarify their calling and help them pursue their passion and turn it into profit. 
It's very unique what you're doing. Uh, the world is a very heavy place, and a lot of women have it very hard out there. How does your religion play a role in your outreach? Well, I gave up religion in 2013. <laughs> I, I realized that it's about a relationship, not religion. There's mm. so many different religions that I've, I've practiced a lot of them, baptism, Lutheran, Catholic. And in 2013, after I had my episode in the bathroom, I went to the library the next day and God gave me Ann Volskamp's book, The I Dare to Live Life Differently, um, A Thousand Gifts, Dare to Live Life Differently. And there was a challenge in there about giving thanks. And I took that challenge, 10 things a day up to a thousand things that you're thankful for. And I've never stopped. And I realized having a relationship with God was way more important than practicing, you know, rituals. Yes. Um, and I, you know, that's what I share is that, you know, we're de all designed by God for greatness and a purpose. We have a creator who's gifted each and every one of us and made us so unique and he's filled our hearts with this purpose and this passion. And if we could just let go of our own beliefs and the lies that the world tells us and just start tuning into him. I mean, he reveals himself through nature and then through scripture, he reveals himself through special revelation. If we can tap into that and connect with that and shut out the world, America wouldn't be dead. <laughs> ah, you've nailed it right there. And that's precisely <laughs> why I reach out to people, you know, there's this feeling in America and not only in America, it's went around the world. You know, America always has been the beacon of hope for people. And it seems like we've lost that through these conversations and studying and learning about others. We can really patch and heal these broken wounds discovering our own self is a big part of that this media that we have through podcasting really allows us to reach out and give back in ways that i never thought i would be able to do do you have any help with your podcasting and youtube missions do I have any help? Yeah. Do you um, have a team or do you do this all alone? I do it all by myself. <laughs> it's a lot um, of work. Eventually I'll have a team. It is a lot of work, but you know, I've opted not to edit the videos. So we go live, we, we live stream into Facebook, either my group or my page. And then I just upload it into Vimeo, cross post it, and it's worked out really well. If I had to edit it, I would definitely connect with a team. I'll be there someday. <laughs> well, it is a lot of work doing that editing portion, that's for sure. And a lot of podcasters end up giving up because of that. So it's really not about all of the gadgets, gear. It's about the message. And I really think that what you're doing is inspiring a lot of individuals, especially women, to bring their voice to the table. How often do people reach out to you and say, hey, I like what you're doing and you've touched me in some way? 
I would say average around maybe, I mean, some days it's 10, 15 messages. Some days it's a little bit less. Um, I get a lot of emails from people saying, thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, a lot of people have purchased my book or downloaded the Kindle version. And that's been really helpful. My ultimate dream is to open Divine Timing Ministries, which is going to be a place for women who um, can get post-abortion care. Society doesn't realize the effect that that has on our bodies, um, not only physically, but emotionally. And how hurtful it is to think that you have to be in that position and make that choice. And I want to share with women that they don't need to be in that position, that they can stop listening to the lies that society has told them and they can really make different choices so that they can be independent and really learn um, self-love and not depend on others for that, that, that whole, that, piece that they're missing and really just learn a life that's balanced where they can be financially independent and emotionally stable and be able to fulfill their purpose to live out their dreams yeah i think that's so important and a lot of men try to hold women back try to control them and that really it messes up the whole society I, I think we need more people doing what you're doing. Would you have any call to action to our listeners? I do. I have a beautiful seven-step guide to forgiveness where you connect with your inner child and you go through a process. Um, there's a, it's an emailer sequence. So it's one day, each day you do the specific, it's like a mini challenge that really helps you connect with your inner child and start to to begin that healing journey. Tell people how they can get in touch with you and get involved with what you're doing. The best way is to connect with me through direct messaging on Facebook, or you can visit my website at lisadrennan.com. It is under construction. I recently rebranded in the end of May, so I'm still kind of playing around with that. But it's um, there's a lot of um, information about the forgiveness series and the guide. You can access the guide there as well. And of course, subscribe to the podcast, Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart, especially the Friday episode. Um, the Forgiving Friday is all about forgiveness. And last Friday, um, or actually it wasn't last Friday, sorry. Um, the third, the fifth episode was about how I didn't trust God. And it's a really powerful message that really I received a lot of response. I mean, it's, it, it was amazing the response I received through emails from people who just really related to that. I think what you're doing is very powerful. I think you're giving a voice in a way to other people. And I thank you very much for being part of this year's Napod Pomo with Dead America podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity and for connecting. Mm -hmm.